Thrill Me podcast is in the boxing gym now for a seven-round slugfest with the Rocky series. <laughs> I'm more um, sort of out in the first round. You're out the first throw, round. Gibbo's on the heavy bag. Yeah. You're on the speedball? Yeah, yeah, that's where I play. You, you calling me heavy? No. <laughs> you're, you're our most athletic. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, not saying much. I was allegedly in the weight room, but that hasn't been confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I perhaps didn't turn up. But we've got the Rocky series because Creed has just come out. Yep. I believe it came out on Thursday. Yep, now, correct. just throwing it out there, how's everyone feeling about Creed? Uh, very happy with the word that's coming out. Yeah, I haven't um, seen it yet, but the, um, the buzz is pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I think it was last I checked, it was sitting at like an 8.9 on IMDb or something, which isn't always the best gauge, but... All the 90, critical It's 92 on Rotten Tomatoes Last I checked as well I think. Yeah yeah All the, all the sort of critical um, Pieces I've looked at Have, have loved it so. I'm, I'm not going to lie I, When I first heard of it I was pretty sceptical Yeah I, I thought There was no point Because I thought Rocky Balboa Was a good way to finish And Yeah You know I knew nothing further of it And it was just more about It was going to be about um, Creed's son and Rocky was going to be in it sort of on the peripherals. But from what I've heard, it's really well made and it actually has a bit of respect for the series, so I think that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. and um, again, all talking from what I've read, not actually saying anything yet, but um, apparently the part Rocky plays is really well suited as well. They're sort of passing of the torch. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's kind of in the Mickey role. Yep. Yeah. So I like that and I like the sound of it, so I'm going to try and, if I can... Get out in the next week or so and see if I can see it. Yeah, I'll probably catch it. Well, we need to, otherwise we'll be talking about... <laughs> out of our ass, <laughs> which is nothing yeah, unusual. Episode, <laughs> the last episode of just be asking, geez, I heard it was really good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's, let's recap. We heard just, it was good. Yeah, just rehash <laughs> what we've done there. Bro. All right, let's, um, let's tail off. Let's hit the showers and then come back and uh, discuss the first of the series, the original Rocky. Empty that spit bucket while you're at it, would you? Gene Shallot of NBC TV says, let's say it right at the beginning. Rocky is one of the best movies of the year. Four stars, says the New York Daily News. Rocky hits right on the button, says Charles Champlin of the Los Angeles Times. Rona Barrett of ABC TV calls Rocky a definite Oscar contender. Newsweek says Rocky is a knockout. Rocky, starring Sylvester Stallone, rated PG. Rocky from 1976. Is, was directed by John G. Avildsen, who directed The Karate Kid, Lean On Me, and The Power of One. So he had a little bit of a reasonable career going, mm. 70s and 80s. It was produced by Erwin Winkler and Robert Chartoff. They, those guys have produced some pretty big films like Goodfellas, Wolf of Wall Street, Raging Bull. And, of course, it was written by Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone's Rocky Balboa. Talia Shire is Adrian. Bert Young is Paulie. Carl Weathers is Apollo Creed, and Burgess Meredith is Mickey. The budget was just under a million bucks, and it made $225 million worldwide. And just a bit of trivia, it actually won three Oscars, uh, Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Film Editing, and was nominated for another six. Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Writing, Sound, and Song. I think we all know the... And most people out there would know the uh, synopsis for Rocky. Now, Bloody better. <laughs> Gibbo, you're a massive Rocky fan, I believe, so uh, give us Correct. your general thoughts and a score. Yeah, so the first one 
it's, it's funny when you, I think back when I, when I watched these when I was a kid and I was always a huge fan of number three and number four and I thought number one was sort of the boring one. I even thought number two was better than number one. On watching it again, I just I got a much better appreciation for the actual film craftsmanship that goes into it and some of the acting and some of the writing and, and how well it's actually made because it's not really a sports movie. It's, um, it's more of a it's just a drama with a bit of boxing right at the end it's, and it's it's just such a really well made movie yeah um, yeah I was just really surprised because I always remember this and I sort of I dodged it a bunch of times when it was on TV thinking oh it's kind of the, it's the boring one I don't need to watch that you know I want to watch blokes with big muscles sort of go at it because I was a little kid and I thought that was the cool thing to do so but yeah watching it again a couple of days ago when I rewatched for this and uh, I was just amazed at how well made the movie was and how not bored I was it's, it, it actually really you know brings you into his story and and uh, obviously sly writing it oh, yeah you've got to be impressed with a guy that just sort of backs himself to that level and you know the the story goes how he held out and wanted to star in the movie they were going to give it you know to a big studio and give it heaps of money and he held out because he wanted to star in it because he believed in it so mm. um, yeah it's, it's one of my, I mean the, the series as a whole I think I sort of all think of them all together and uh, yeah definitely one of my favourite series of all time but number one it's, it's, it's an awesome film yeah I'm a big big fan Five out of five for you, mate? Uh, oh, ranking, yeah. Well, I think this one is a five, yeah. Yep, definitely would, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, I totally agree with you, mate, because um, I was in a similar sort of camp. I always knew this was a good film, but I always sort of looked upon it um, with, not not down on it, but like you, I sort of wanted to see the training montages and the fights and all that. But watching it again the other day, I was just I was just super impressed by it. I think yeah. it's 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 an incredible. Um, it's a classic underdog story. It's more than just a sports movie. I mean, let's be honest. the The big part of it is actually the love story mm. between Rocky and Adrian. And to me, you don't see movies handle that type of relationship these days like it was done in Rocky. Well, and I think the, the way that the way that's sorry to cut in, but I think that's right, that's the only negative I would have is some of the. The, the relationship startup stuff that's the only negative we've got with this whole movie because I think there's some real question marks about her mental faculties and how he actually sort of imposes himself on the relationship and, and their first actual encounter I think it's a little bit uncomfortable I think in this day and age I think it'd actually have a, a few big red flags come up about it um, yeah look I, I think you're probably right in terms of today uh, yeah, I didn't necessarily have a problem with it Personally. Yeah, there's just real question marks over whether she's actually, you know, maybe mentally disabled at the start. It's not really made clear what whether she's just painfully shy or if she's actually, you know, not quite. You know, I think he says it a couple. Of, I think he says it a couple of times that she's shy. But you're right. Cause a couple of people make comments about, you know, uh, one guy's talking about how she's uh, taken to the zoo or something because she's a. She's an idiot or something yeah, like retard. that. Yeah, she's a yeah. That stuff was a little bit untidy. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that, and that sort of stuff, it wasn't that big of a deal back then. I just, I just think in this day and age, I think you'd, if, that, if this movie came out now, it would just be such a huge deal. And uh, and their first encounter when, when he invites her up after their date and he invites her up to his apartment and she's trying to leave and he basically holds the door shut and forces himself upon her. <laughs> In his mm. wife beater. I mean, it's it's not, <laughs> it's not a good look, um, and it obviously pans out okay because she kind of warms up to it. But yeah. it's basically sexual assault. So. Yeah, <laughs> score for you. Um, it's definitely a five out of five. Five. Like I personally, you know, I, I certainly didn't have an issue to be an issue with those sorts of things. I can see where it's, you're coming from. Yeah. Well, it's funny that Gibbo brought it up because I 
I was going to give it a four and a half almost just for that yeah. because it was the one big negative I have. Gibbo hit the head, hit the nail on the head. That scene with the first encounter in, in her apartment is borderline. <laughs> it, it's wrong, basically. Yeah. And in this, it, it's you're spot on because uh, in that time period, it was, it was... It wouldn't have been seen that way. It wouldn't have been seen that way, whereas now we just look at it and go, what the is going <laughs> yeah, on there? Really uncomfortable. What's going um, on, Sylvester? But I must say, uh, I think... I give it a five because I think the rest of the relationship was handled so well. Yeah. Even at the start where she's really shy, I don't necessarily think it's a comment on her, um, and we'll go into it later. But I think it it allows him to put some character on the table. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think she's got her own story which we'll get into. But yeah, I, I just think it's um, the the sports you know gets you in the door. That'll, I'll look at it. I'll look at a thing. And go, gee, sports movie. Boxing. Right, I'll better check this out. <laughs> Um, but the movie is just a flat-out top-of-the-line drama yeah. um, about a guy who just just wanted a shot, yeah. basically. He was just out on his luck, a bit of a bum, and could do one thing and just got a shot, you know. And it's the the story is just, just compelling. Stallone yeah. is absolutely brilliant. I know we've said it before numerous times, but this is the sort of thing that Stallone does that Arnie and, and Seagal and Van Damme could never do. Oh, no chance. No chance. <laughs> How dare you, Seagal, boy. We talked about Seagal, maybe, in a previous podcast. So, well, look, the, I the, made a case, and better, I, thought, I thought we'd come to we the We better leave Seagal's name right. out of it, because the case is still pending. There's no, no, there's no adjudication. No, the case is closed, one, guys. That case was poor. <laughs> the, his league, his, I think he might be disbarred, Adam. That was... That was believe, if, admittedly, my case revolved around... He smiled a couple of times. Yeah, <laughs> if, I, if I recall correctly... Um, We've got you um, on the courthouse microphone going, fuck, he's going to be guilty. <laughs> That's all it needs to be said. Yeah, that was, a, that was misconstrued, mate. I was taken out of context. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I had the same, same sort of issues, Gibbo, but I think most of, the, most of the relationship was handled really well. Dare I use the word sweet on the Thrill yeah, Me podcast? Yeah. It was pretty sweet in parts. I would, I would agree. And so I sort of I hesitated dropping that point, so I'll give it a, I'll give it a five out of five as well. Yeah, it's fair. I, th- I think well, they... Well, they kind of, I think that what they were trying to get across is, is his tenacity. I think he was just like, he was supposed to be like a dog with yeah, a bone. Yeah, I don't take no for I'm really just sticking thing. with it sort of thing. But Which I shouldn't, again, that's not helping. <laughs> you are an idiot. not telling the case anymore, but I agree where you're coming from. It was kind of like he he wouldn't give up yeah. on the relationship, just like he wouldn't give up in the fight and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, yeah. you're right, it doesn't look too They, they just didn't do it right. Good. Yeah, there's a little thing called consent that was sort yeah, of a bit of a problem. Seemed to be missing until well, right at the end says, of that I scene. I don't belong here. I want to leave. I don't feel comfortable. And he's like, yes. cool, come, here. Come, and, come and kiss this big mush. Like, <laughs> she said everything. She said everything, bar my body belongs to me, didn't she? <laughs> she tried. I don't think he let her talk. Yeah, He sort of yeah. pushes her down uh, onto the floor and it's over. So. All right. Well, let's get off the, <laughs> the uncomfortable sort of things. We'll get back onto it later. And I think as far as likes are concerned, I, and I had a hell of a lot. Heaps. The, 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 the biggest, one of the biggest likes for me and the thing that grabs you from the start is the music. Mm. I reckon this is arguably the greatest movie soundtrack ever. It's definitely it's up, up there. there. Yep. Yep. I mean, in it's terms up of, there in terms with of just Jaws like, and those sorts of movies. And just, you know, like, it, it's just iconic. Like, it's up there with your Star Wars and that sort of shit for sure. Yeah, yeah it's of, just incredible. Yeah. It's got those two or three bits of music that are just... Every time you hear them, you get the, the tingles in yeah, the spine. Yeah. And, like, it's just... and the way the movie opens with it, you know, yeah. the, the, with Rocky just going across the screen and it's got the, the music, I think that's just a, what a way to start it, you know, yeah. so it grabs you a little bit. I'd agree with that one. Yeah. I, I, like, I love the, the, the blue-collar sort of working-class world that it's all set in. Mm. 
and it, it epitomises what Stallone was sort of about, I guess. Yeah, well, it kind of mirrors his his career at the time. You know, he wasn't doing very well, and like you both said, he fought and fought to keep this one and do it himself. Yeah. I think that's definitely got to come up with a like the parallels and, and the fact that, yeah, the, the setting just looks the part. You know, it looks drab and dreary, and um, I don't know if you noticed either, but the colour is all, like, grey and uh, it's... Uh, all, all the houses look the same and everything and it, it just sort of inspires this tone of you know god he's in an absolute shithole yeah. and the first time you see a bit of colour is when he hits the boxing gym and I think that sort of talks about his his world you know yeah. Yeah. it's it sort of you get in the boxing gym and you see all these bright coloured shirts and gloves and bags and stuff like that and I think you, you're sort of getting a that's just one of those little sort of te- techniques they've used to show what it means to him yeah it's where he's yeah. comfortable and he's in his element that's where he feels at home yeah and, and he's a likeable guy yeah like the character's actually a likeable guy look yeah. he's a, he's not a smart guy but he's really likeable hang on and what are you basing that on I, th- I think he's quite intelligent <laughs> <laughs> But it's sort of like it, when you get the opening and then you get him sort of with the animals and stuff like that, it kind of shows, I don't know how to, how to I guess it's like Bam Bam from the, from the Flintstones or something. It's this sort of, this, this dude with like a heart that's just doing the boxing to, to, to make ends meet. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, the, the talking to the animals and, and things like that, it just gives you this, lo- this impression of this lonely guy that just wants something. Yeah, it endears um, you to him for sure, and, and yeah. they, they go out of their way to make sure that you know that he's he's a powerful guy and whatever. But he, he's also he's gentle. Because, like when he goes to the uh, the docks to pick to get the money for the for Garzo, and uh, yep. he's supposed to break the guy's thumbs, and he, and he doesn't do it. Uh, I mean, if, if he breaks that guy's thumbs, you, you probably feel a very different way about him at the start of the movie. So that's, that, that's yeah, absolutely, exactly. mate, absolutely. And like, even even when even like Garzo's reaction to him, it's like. You making me look bad, you know. I've got yeah, a reputation to. But you can tell up. he loves the guy. Yeah. yeah. You can tell Gazzo just loves Rocky. And well, Gazzo is the nicest mobster of all time, by the way. Like, yeah, he's but, but, but that's the thing. But I guess that's the thing. I guess that's the thing that it's trying to show is that this guy's like a he's a mobster, but even he's not, you know, he's just sort of giving Rocky a quick clip around the ear, you know. You're making me look bad, but that's it. Like, he's yeah. not going to hurt the guy because he, you know, he likes him. Yep. And I think that's a really good way of sort of showing that even though, you know, he's living in this world that's a little bit unsavoury, you know, he's doing work that's probably a little bit, you know, it's for somebody who's not well-educated and, you know, isn't going to have a great shot at life, he's still well-liked amongst everyone. Yeah, and, and he still also knows of, everyone in town. He's walking down the street, yeah. he, he waves and talks to every single person he sees, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, that leads on to another like for me. The... <laughs> The bloke singing on the corner. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, those guys are just doing. They it. keep popping up throughout yeah. the series, but dead set. When you see them, don't you just want to give up your job and you know go live the life of a bum um, and sit around on the corner and buy yeah. a flaming with a flaming barrel? <laughs> Mate, I hundred percent thought the exact same thing. I'm like, just I could be standing around a forty four burning some stuff right now singing songs. <laughs> What a life! The, the other thing is, I, I can't harmonise. <laughs> yeah, 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 you can sit there and bang the drum or yeah. something. Mate. Yeah, oh. me and you can sing, Coxie. We'll be right. Yeah, the funny thing is, though, you sit there and you hear him, and you're like, "That's bloody brilliant!" You yeah. know, what do you reckon, fellas? Should we get out there and cut a record? No, nah, no, nah, too bloody cold, mate. We've got to stand around the drum. Nice and warm around here. But I could also see having a um, a wedding singer vibe. 
Um, it's the only song they can play. We quickly find out in, uh, in part two they've got a catalogue, mate. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, they do. Come out with something different. Yeah, they they in the, that's in the the wedding the wedding return. But we'll we'll get to that. We don't want to jump jump around episodes here. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I've, I've, I've jumped the gun there. Yeah, look, I think the the acting in this movie is top of the line across yeah. the board, across from, the board, from top to bottom, from everybody um, down to you know even just the, the little players, um, the guy in the bar, yeah, um, couple of the boxes floating around. Yeah. Garzo's excellent. Well, the Oscar actually, um, sort of I, prove it too, because I mean, basically everyone got nominated for an Oscar. Along well, the including cast, so. both Mickey and Paulie in the same category. Yeah, same category. The same category yeah. Yeah. Mickey Burgess Meredith is just absolute a one in yeah. this. Brilliant. I got like I got fond memories of the guy from you know the Batman series and yeah. Twilight Zone episodes, but this is just brilliant. This is probably his best work, and uh, like you said, Burt Young. Stallone. Yeah, Stallone. Everybody. I actually think that the, the two that probably, well, not really underrated, I think Kalia Shire is really, really good because it's a, probably the most difficult to, she's got to act in the, the more, the love story role yeah. against playing off him and there's no sort of boxing related sporting part to it. Yeah. And I think she does a really good job. But Carl Weathers is underrated, I reckon. Carl Weathers was he's really good. good. He's got he's just obviously got a lane in this one. He's just got sort of got one level. He's Muhammad Ali. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Muhammad Ali caricature, yeah. But it is excellent. It's really good. And Talia Shire, she's fantastic with Stallone. Yeah. They are really good together. Aside from when he's assaulting him. <laughs> um they are really good together. Even in they that are. scene, though, she plays it really well, and and I think a lot of a lot of the acting she does is without actually speaking. Like a lot of it's her yeah. body language and facial expressions yep, exactly. and stuff, especially you know the, the Thanksgiving scene and yeah, uh, she sort of goes into the, her room and she's this little bashed down thing, and she comes out and she's all defiant. Like she just little bits and pieces where you can tell yeah. something's changed and it's not what she's saying; it's what you're seeing. That's really good acting. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was very. good. Carl Weathers is also rocking one of the great. Um, sort of mini afros. Oh. I compare it to a Michael a Jackson afro. circa off the wall yeah, sort yeah. of period. But compare it with, uh, I mean, sorry, um, pair it with the with the mustache as well. <laughs> it's one of the great sort of. It's <laughs> not the eighties yet, but it's one of the great eighties looks. <laughs> it's as good as it gets. Oh, he looks great, doesn't he? I actually only just found out too that he did a flick where he was a, an action man that came to Australia. Yeah, Hurricane Smith. Hurricane Smith. <laughs> We've got to dig that bad boy up. Next on the Thrilly Podcast, Hurricane Smith. Oh, no. Yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, everyone's really good. Even down to the lower roles, I think it, it's it's been really well cast. Yeah. Um, and it's... Big tick for Stallone that he hung in mm. on it and managed to get this cast together in a in a one million dollar budget. Yeah, yeah. Like, even in those days, that wasn't a huge budget. So. Yeah, and and look, I, I I just can't see anyone else playing the role of Rocky, and and I think if he hadn't hung in, I think we'd have a different movie. You know who was originally yeah. one of the people that was in talks to do the Rocky role if if Sly didn't hang out for it was Robert Redford. Can you picture that? No, that yeah, would be see, atrocious. I, I, I mean, Redford's a great actor, but it's not the sort of thing that he's too you put pretty. a guy like that in. Yeah. Well, he couldn't have played that. Um, he couldn't have really played the kind of bozo that Rocky, you know, <laughs> the lovable kind of bozo that Rocky. He's also puts a, he's a tough sell as an Italian too. So I don't know how yeah, that yeah, exactly. Rocky Balboa, the bloody square jawed ginger. I don't know if that works. 
Getting back to what we said before about the first meeting between Rocky and Adrian, I think it's really quite a sweet scene because of the fact that Rocky has talked about she's shy and then when we do meet them, she she sort of doesn't look at him and she looks away and all that and she seems real shy and then he cracks that joke and she doesn't laugh or anything but she looks she looks away from him and you see her sort of crack a smile. Yeah. And I thought that even though that, that scene, she, she barely even speaks to him, it just shows that she actually does like the guy. Yeah. Yeah. There's that's a relationship the brewing, that's in, but she that's won't. That's in the, the pet store, you mean? Yeah. 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 She, she's not going to do anything about it because that's not her, that's not the way she does things. She's very quiet and shy. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's part of the, like you both said, her performance is actually really good because it starts to develop once she's, she's allowed to sort of break the shackles from Paulie a mm. little bit. Mm. And that sort of develops as it goes along. But early on, those one-way conversations are really important for developing his character. He just spouts a bit of stuff and you can tell he's kind of lonely, but he's a really sort of like heart of gold, you know, big big sort of dopey thug that just does his boxing for for making ends meet and doing the, you know, standover and things like that. And as their relationship develops, that's where he starts to drop a little bit of the that stuff to, to her. And start talking about, you know, like the one that stands out is when he's talking about, oh, it doesn't bother me when people sort of, you know, when Creed's taking shots and things like that. And then he's walking out of the house. And again, she barely says anything, but he's saying to her, you know, you know, it does bother me and things like that. And that's this one way conversation if throughout the movie, it changes the sort of back and forth towards them. She starts to give a little more and that's where you get him basically. Yeah, well, that, that's my favourite shot in the whole movie. That one where he walks in and he goes, you know, I said it didn't bother me. It did. That, that's my favourite, like, yeah. scene in the whole movie. Yeah, I and that, that the, whole, the whole time, every time they're on screen together, again, barring the famous scene, um, is <laughs> it really is just, it's compelling, just yeah. watching the pair of them. And like I said, it's pretty, it, it's sweet watching the relationship develop. Exactly, and I actually think, barring that, the end of the date... <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the date is really well written, really well acted. There's, you know, you, you, can't, you, you don't see a foot wrong. They cut out the scene where he drops something in a drink, obviously. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, yeah, the ice, the ice rink scene is pretty cute too. That's yeah. one of my. That's one of the other good bits. Is you hear the, the bloke in the background counting down the minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they're trying to have this it romantic moment. Minutes. One minute. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And it, I mean, again, that's sort of. It's kind of comical when it's happening, but again, he's this big fool that could knock this bloke out, you know. Yeah. But he just kind of rolls with it and just yeah. sort of doesn't let it get Fave. to him and things like that. Uh, like one you know, thing I did notice about this movie upon rewatching, because when I sat down to watch it, it's, it had been a few years since I'd seen it, so I really sort of you know got right into it. Like I, I, I sort of you know put the phone away and I, I just focused on it. The, the dialogue is really natural. Dialogue's great. It's I forgot really how many natural. good lines were yeah, in. Yeah, but, but it feels like it's almost improv, but I don't think yeah. it is. I don't think it is at all. I think it's He's fully especially. scripted, but he he seems... Yeah, he's just sort of just talking verbal diarrhoea. Sometimes it seems like he's rambling, but then you get some really good stuff out of it. Yeah. You know? There's some hidden gems in there for sure. <laughs> the, 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 one of the best lines uh, is the introduction to Mickey when Rocky goes into the gym and finds out he's lost his locker and he walks over to Mickey yeah. and he says, hey, Mick, what's going on? Uh, you got something for me? And Mick turns around and goes, shut up! That's yeah. the first thing you hear from him. <laughs> that's, that's an awesome introduction to that character. Just, I also yeah. love the, um, the press conference where Weathers is just 
called him. What does he call him? The Italian scallion. Yeah. <laughs> Italian scallion, or he calls him the uh, the, the chicken stallion or something. Yeah. And then Rocky just sits up there and starts going. He talks like he answers one question, and then he starts doing shout outs to everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, I just wanted to say hi to this person. They start person. shuffling him off, and he's calling <laughs> an Adrian like, oh, yeah, yeah, Adrian like that. Yeah, I thought that was piss funny because it's, he's he shows just he's so naive, like he just he doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah. He realizes that this is a big shot. Yep. But yep. you got you got the counterpoint. You got Apollo, who's who's a media savvy sort of. You know, he's playing up to the cameras and all that. And then you got Rocky in the corner, just not understanding that you don't get up there and just lay out an entire uh, thank you to your entire family. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get that. It's supposed to be a chest beating moment. And I think another clever thing they did there is when you see that scene, it's actually Paulie and Rocky and Adrian watching it on TV. Yeah. And when he does the shout out to when he does the shout-out to Adrian at the end, both of them are just beaming at the screen like complete children. Like, they're just yeah. so happy that their names have been set on TV. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where you get the heart of the whole thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was really, really good. I'm actually going to... I've got to give um, Apollo Creed his own like yeah. because you see a lot of people talk about a racist element to this. Like, it's supposed to be Muhammad Ali... And the movie is just some white bloke taking down, you know, the the, the black champion. Jeez. But if you watch the movie, yeah, it's not... Bloody, they're, they're it, yeah, that's a pretty that, big bow there. Well, that nice. point of view is just really simplistic because if you watch the movie, Creed is given this role as a really smart business... Savvy guy. Savvy yeah. operator, for starters. Yeah. His crew is, is predominantly black and they are... Top of the pile, they're the cha- he's the champion. Rocky throughout displays a really great respect for him. Yeah, like he's never talking trash to Creed and never doing any of that sort of stuff. He's saying, you know, he's the champ, he's great, and all this sort of stuff. And I just think throughout the whole thing, Creed is portrayed really well. There's yeah. not a sort of oh, I couldn't see this racist thing that people were talking about. I think it's because it's pretty clearly based on Muhammad Ali, and people just saw oh, Stallone's white and and. You know, he's the the hero of the piece, hmm. but it's just it's not true. Nah, I don't. Well, it doesn't really hold up either because <clears throat> Stallone doesn't beat him in the end, which is yeah. which, which is another thing. Like if Stallone yeah. came in and beat him, it's like oh, the white man beating the black man that, that that'd fly, but he doesn't. Yeah, that's exactly so, right. And they do yeah. they do address some of that stuff in the second in the second one too, which we won't yeah. get to yet, obviously. But exactly, like, I think you're right. Some things, some even more stuff comes up in relation to Apollo. That portrays him in equally as good a light in the sequel, mm. and I think that was a really smart move. Rather than just making this villain type, yeah, he's actually sort of portrayed. And this is what adds to it being just you know a really good drama rather than a sports movie. They haven't gone out of their way to sort of demonise the guy they're trying to knock from the post yeah. and things like that. I think that was a really smart move in the end. Well, he's also the guy that is giving Rocky the shot. Like the exactly, no yeah. Way where they say this is the bad guy, he's the one that's giving him the opportunity. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's, yeah. he's obviously a dick, but it's mostly for staging and for you know showmanship. So yeah, mm. that's right. And even in his in his sort of trash talk, it's not sort of super nasty or anything like that. Like yeah. it's kind of like it's a bit of a laugh. Yep. Because I guess at that, at that point in the movie, um, Creed's seen it as an easy two to three rounder. He'll just give this guy a shot and he'll pound his head in and we'll move on. Mm. I, yeah, the, what I reckon the best scene in the entire movie is for me personally 
is when Mickey comes back to see him after he gets the shot. Yeah. And he yeah, starts sort awesome. of going, I want to be a manager, I want to be a manager. And, yep. and Rocky just blows his stack and says, where were you? You weren't out there for me. And he, he really unloads on him. Yeah. And then Mickey leaves and the, the next shot is outside the apartment. Yeah, And Mickey comes walking out and then Rocky comes running after him and there's no dialogue, there's nothing, but you can see that they've... Just a shake. He's hand. unloaded his, his guts and now he's sort of, okay, now I've got that off my chest. Yeah, you're, that you're, was, my, you're my guy. That was close to the best scene for me because I think it, when he's given when he's given the time because Burgess Meredith Burgess Meredith is kind of used sparingly, but when he's given the time, he is just the best thing in it. Mm. Yeah, um, agree. And yeah. he seems to drag Stallone with him. Stallone is really really good, but he is fantastic when he's together with Burgess Meredith, and I think that continues through the next few films as well, mm. which we'll get to, but. Um, yeah, I would agree just because those two just seem to go really well together. Really, yeah. really well. It's at this point of the movie, though, after that scene where we get some those iconic moments, the eating, the drinking raw eggs, the punching the meat, you know, mm. the, the gunner fly now racing up the steps. Yeah. Um, which are sort of the iconic moments that everyone remembers yep. from, from this movie. That shit sort of gives me goosebumps. Yeah, like that's the kind of stuff that it, we've just given you an hour and a bit of drama, right? Of really quality drama. Now we're getting into the the boxing. Yeah, that's where it really grabs you. But we're so invested that you've got me by the balls. Yeah. Um, can yeah, I just point out though, on that run, he's cracking out a fairly hefty road run in Chuck Taylor's. Yeah, I know. Where's the arch support? Shit. Mate, oh, mate, and, and on the road too. Those ankles would have been... Yeah, your mate, ankles never would have made it, Jack. He's yeah, yeah, you're not getting one it. run and one run only. <laughs> <laughs> he's not doing more than that. He should have made... He may as well have run in those bloody black work boots he had on. <laughs> yeah, you'd get... run in thongs. It wouldn't have been any better than those things. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think you're right though. That's where the movie just really kicks into high gear. Yeah, um, that's where as as someone that probably got into it first and foremost because it was a sports movie. That's where the two just collide. The drama yeah. and the sports movie just go bang, and you're just on a high. But then, what's great about this movie is after we have that and we we lead up to the fight, we get that really great monologue where before the fight, all he all he, ta- he talks about is all he wants to do is go the distance. Yeah. And that, that sort of, once again, we're back in drama territory, but it's so well done that I'm still pumped, you know. Like, I know the fight's coming and I'm pumped, and I'm, but, but I'm, 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 not, I'm not sort of sitting there going, boring, let's get on with it, let's yeah, get into yeah. the fight. Like, I want to hear that shit. Yeah, me. that's the culmination of the whole thing, you know. All, all through the movie, there's just this, you just get this thing that everybody wants a shot. Rocky's getting his shot, but you see Paulie. Paulie's always looking for an angle, yeah. you know, to try and, uh, to, you know, introduce me to Gazza, do this, you know. Mickey, Mickey, when, when Rocky sort of gets the look in, Mickey comes back and sort of lays it all Sniffling bare and says, bit, you know, so, yeah, back you know talks about his history. Yeah, and, I got my ass you know, he wants his shot. Adrian wants to speak. Um, <laughs> everybody wants something. And then when he starts doing that talk about all I want to do is go the distance and just sort of prove he's talking about, he just wants to prove that he's not just this. He's not just this drab sort of Philadelphia background. He's not just, he wants a bit more than that. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's happy with that. 
Yeah, I, was, I have to say too, I don't think we've spoken enough about Paulie either. Like Paulie's dogged pursuit of being a, he- a heavy is, is is pretty full on, but also his drinking is not really addressed in the movie, and I think that's another sign of the times. Like that sort of thing in, in a movie these days would be really like focused upon. The guy is a raging alcoholic and clearly has some abuse issues. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly. never even mentioned. It's just sort of glossed over. Like obviously he clearly abuses his sister verbally. I don't know if he ever got physical behind the scenes, but he's well, let's face it, Rocky some massive issues and it off. just sort of gets, just gets swept under the rug. <laughs> it does. It's just kind of like you're right there. He does something and then the next scene – because Rocky's such a, you know, he's such the charmer and the lovable sort of character. He's just patting him on the bike, on the back, and he's like, oh, Paulie, and all this, you know, it's back to normal. <laughs> and it's kind of like you're 100 percent right. What I'm he's not, doing is really problematic. I'm not 100 percent sure. I, mean, I think they, I think they do sort of briefly showcase that Rocky wants to do something, but he's uncomfortable during that Thanksgiving bit where he throws the turkey outside and yeah. he starts knocking things over. And Rocky's well, yeah, he there. Says, oh, poorly. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky's. I think Rocky. I think the the gist was that Rocky wants to do something. Yeah, he to just didn't protect feel like it was his her, place. but he he doesn't feel it's his place. Yeah, that whole yeah, exactly right. And that whole scene is just sort of projecting Paulie's issues onto other people with yeah. the shit he's spouting. And I think that's why. Again, it works. It works that Rocky didn't do anything like that because he's sort of taken pity on him mm. because yeah. Paulie's pointing shit and hanging shit on everyone else, but they're just looking at him going. You, f- you fucking poor sap, basically. Yeah. And again, it's just the human side of this movie that is, it's, I think um, some people probably haven't seen the movie because they don't know this is this sort of stuff's in it. Yeah. But I mean, Paulie, Paulie's clearly dogged because they have that the big blow up in the meat, in the meat shed huh. and, uh, and Rocky does, he sort of has the blow out and punches the crap out of that side of beef. And then the next scene, Paulie walks up to him and goes, I can make some money off your name. And he's like, yeah, do it, Paulie. No worries. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. I love that part sort of too where like Paulie, Paulie gets him fired up and so he starts kicking the crap out of the meat and then you just, Paulie just kind of chimes in with, you're breaking the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> it could be yours. Yeah, that's actually, <laughs> that's foreshadowing for the fight yeah, later, yeah, obviously. of course, of course. But it was kind of, um, when he did it, it was kind of funny because he was just like, he had nothing more to offer. Yeah. He, that he <laughs> sort of said his piece and that's all he could do. Yeah. Now the final fight, uh, the final boxing match between Apollo and Rocky, it's just really rousing sort of entertainment. Mm. Like you're on, you're almost on the edge of your seat. Um, I think the first time you saw this movie, you would have been. You're not oh, sure yeah. who's going to win. You're not sure what's going to happen. And I don't think it's as well choreographed as the later films. No. But, but that's about, but that's about trial and error too. Yep. Um, but it doesn't matter. I think that this, this movie does it well enough that you, you're on the edge of your seat the whole time. Yeah, yeah. you have to take the lumps with this one. Oh, and you're punching the air, the you know, time. you want him to win. Yeah. I just, you know, if you're looking for realism, you're not going to get it. No. Because I, I've never seen a, you know, a heavyweight champ that can't lift his gloves higher Above than his, his hips. Face. <laughs> and Cover um, your face. And, uh, basically, the fight would have been stopped about 12 times over before Bloody they got to the final yeah. round. But... He's, his leading hand's resting on his knee half the fight. <laughs> yeah, no let's face blind it. in one eye. Let's face some facts here. Apollo Creed looks like a boxer. Stick, move, you know, jab, 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 like proper jabs. Yeah. What's he just swinging at? He makes 
Yeah. Or he's just swinging haybakers. Yeah, so if you yeah, look at him. He connects them, though. That's yeah, like true. When he connects, he, he damages things. Yeah. yeah. If you're looking for the realism or, you know, you're looking for the medical board to sort of jump in the rim, ring and stop the fight, <laughs> not going to happen. But in terms of in terms of drama for the film, you're 100% right. You're kind of, you're kind of on edge the whole time. Hmm. Even though you kind of, what we know about movies now, you never, never really think Rocky's sort of not going to go the distance. No. But... You're, you even now, even knowing the ending, I was kind of sitting there, sort of hands clasped together, like sort yeah. of hanging on every every punch. So it is really well, really well handled. Yeah, I think I think of all the movies though, I think this one is probably the most realistic of the uh, the big fights. If you know what I mean, like this one has a lot, a lot of like if you watch a heavyweight fight, it's always got a lot of the grappling and frigging yeah. hugging and all that shit. And I think this one's the closest to the mark with that stuff. Whereas later on, it ends up just being a haymaker fest and people doing backflips into the ropes, and yeah. it gets really cartoonish. Whereas this one, it at least did try to adhere a little bit to reality. Yeah, yeah I would agree with not, that. Not, will, notwithstanding the amount of punishment these blokes take and still stand up. But oh, and remember that the idea was that Rocky could just take pump, take punishment, and keep coming. That, that yeah, was the gist of him. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a thick skull. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. In there. Um, yeah, no, it's, I, I think you're right with that, and it carries right through till the very ending. The, the, the ending is just classic. Like, where, you know, from the point where it's, ain't going to be no rematch, ain't going to yeah. be no rematch, and Rocky says, don't want one, and yeah. then sort of moves on, you are just on this high that you're not even sort of, it just doesn't matter, and that's that's the point of it. But it just doesn't matter that that Creed's being announced in the background as a champ. You've got the Rocky music going. You're celebrating with the bloke, even mm. though he's just been, you know, Pummel. beaten. Mm. And it's just that, yeah, it's just that victory that he did. He got, he went the distance, and he proved it was all about his life, not the result of the fight. But also, I think, yeah, if you want to go a little bit deeper and go back to the fact that this has actually got a lot more more of a love story than a boxing. Thing, is the end is her and him in the ring, and her, her, her telling him that she loves him. Yeah, and that's basically he won. Yeah, that, that's yeah. The, that, that was that was victory. Yeah, going the distance yeah. was in his life, not just, just in yeah. this fight. Yeah. You know? So I think that there's a lot of um, a, a bit more sort of depth to it. Yep. Than but that you would expect. I just get again goosebumps every time that. Ten seconds where he could be no rebass. They're just sort of both sort of standing there, staggering. Oh, don't want one and all that sort of stuff. I just absolutely love it. I eat it up every time. And Paulie does the only nice thing in the whole movie for his sister when he pulls up. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. Past the, uh, yeah, yeah. Past security. So everyone's getting their sort of you know everyone's uh, wrapping up their story redemption. nicely. Yeah. And look, the bottom line for me too about this movie and what proves that it's not really a sports movie is you look at the poster. The actual poster that they sh- you see most of this movie is actually him and her holding hands. Yeah, exactly. It's not it's not him punching Apollo Creed or or anything like that. Yep. So I think it's a real testament to this movie that so many people love it as a sports movie, but I think they've the fact is they've been wrapped up in something totally different. Yeah. So that's I think uh, just gloss it up, like sort of lump it together with like you look at number three and number four. There's a lot more. You know, actual boxing. That's a lot more sports movie, yeah. Movie in that, and people just sort of lump the series together. Like, 
which yeah. is understandable. But yeah, the, the first one is definitely not a sports movie. Um, so you've wrapped up your likes there, mate? Yeah, you? mate. Yeah, I, I've got a few more to drop. Got a couple more? Yeah, hit us, Jim. Um, hit us, mate. Mickey, when Mickey's talking about anything to do with the training, oh, I want to, I want to jump out and get the, get the training gear on and get out there myself. Any of those lines like Shit, thunder about, and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's talking about you're going to be ready because I've waited fifty years to make you ready and all yeah. this sort of stuff. The lines are good. The delivery is top notch. Like it's just hairs on the back of the neck yeah. made it go on. And oh yeah. Um, and you know, then he's got some of those classic lines like you know, women weak in legs and all that sort of business yeah, yeah, and yeah. crapping on me that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, I think that's been disproven at this point, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. sure. But then you know, like, Tom Brady disagrees though. <laughs> God. Yeah. Another one like we were talking about the great lines. I think there's some really underrated ones like when. She's saying, why do you want to fight? And he's like, because I can't dance with Sig. And like <laughs> spouting that sort of shit. Yeah. And it's classic Rocky that we've got to know from that first part of the movie where he's making jokes and stuff before he starts really dropping, you know, I want to fight because I can't fucking do anything else, Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some, yeah, there's, there's just some, like a lot of these lines are coming constantly and you, they, you, they just sort of pass you by. But a lot of them are just really... Uh, important to developing that character and as they develop the lines change a little bit and as the movie goes along you yeah like i said you get a few more of those now please correct me if i'm wrong but is this is is the first one because look one and two sort of seem a little bit similar is the first is the first movie the one where he takes that little girl home he walks her home yeah. And he gives her a log spiel and she just turns around and tells you to get fucked. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that yeah. was yeah that was kind of Again, it was funny because he's trying to do something nice and he just tells the, you know, he just gets told to piss off yeah. or something, but he just kind of shrugs it off and keeps going. Yeah, he's um, trying to sort of tell her. Creepo or something. Yeah, he's trying, to, he's trying to tell her, yeah, you shouldn't do that sort of stuff, but yet his corresponding line is, oh, I've done shit like that myself. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. Got him, yeah. He also calls her a whore, which probably wouldn't go over so well these yeah. days. <laughs> Another one of Little the Marie the sort of <laughs> Yeah. But look, I, overall, is there any others on the list there, mate? No, that pretty much covers it, other than the, the dislike. Yeah, well, I think we covered the dislike early. We got that out of Did the way. Did we? Early. I don't think we covered it because it was pretty seedy. It's very, <laughs> very He very had everything, he did everything bar um, knock her over the head with a rock and take her back to his cave. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm not going to lie. That, that's not his best work. It was really seedy. I must say, I was sitting there on my couch thinking... Looking around, no, no, no. I sort of, oh, I don't remember this, and then I was kind of squirming because I was uncomfortable. Yeah, look, yeah. that's probably the only misstep. Yeah, the only misstep in the entire movie. It's just, yeah, you, know, you mentioned it was a product of its time. It's probably not even that. It's probably not. It's probably just basically, it's not very well put together. It it's the one really part that they got wrong. It seemed really against what they were setting up to yeah. because he was trying to sort of. He was trying. He was always the nice guy. He's doing nice things for everyone. But they kind of threw it in be... there with him saying, "Oh, you you don't have to. You don't want to." But then it just kind of, he kind of forgets that. Yeah, but she said she didn't like, want to, yeah. and he said, "I'm gonna kiss you. And, uh, you might kiss me back." <laughs> I was just like, "Come on, <laughs> That line there just tells us exactly. You know, she doesn't want you to kiss her. You you're yeah. not. You haven't consented to. Yeah. Anyway, but it looks. I don't think. I don't think there's a single woman in Hollywood that wants Sylvester Stallone to kiss them, though. Like, I, I can't think of one, like, romantic scene he's been involved in where there's actual physical contact where the other person looks like they're like, yep, what about the specialist? just rub your lips on me for a while. Doesn't he have he, a He doesn't even move his lips. He's kissing, with, uh, he just drags them across a face. Sharon Stone, really the specialist? 
Oh, the specialist with Sharon Stone. Mate, that is one of the worst sex scenes in the history of cinema. And Sharon Stone's naked in the, in the shower. That's not easy for me to say, but that is so freaking cringy. I think we get He's basically standing with a side. Well. Yeah, you do. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Sylvester's work around sort of writing, you know, those epic sort of sports scenes, it's it's uh, far better than his work with White writing sort of the romantic angle oh, of things. Yeah. But that, so like I said, that was my I nearly I nearly gave it a four and a half just for that. Mm. Um, but the rest of the relationship is actually written pretty well. Yeah, even when she's like, um, as Gibbo said, there's some of the, you know the aspects that are criticised early on about her not talking and, and seeming put upon. I think that goes more towards the relationship with Paulie. Yeah. And when she sort of breaks free, she sort of sort of and does Rocky, show she wants to spread her wings. Her relationship with Rocky is the is getting her away from the yeah, the, yeah. the downtrodden relationship with Paulie. Yeah, yeah he's saving, is, saving her from his great. Paulie's a bit of a cock. Her brother he obviously is. tells her <laughs> all round. He basically just a piece of shit. Oh, he's an asshole. <laughs> he, pulls, he, he tells her she's dried up. He tells her she's broken. Yeah, uh, like I mean, he couldn't be much meaner to you yeah. than that bloke is. No, exactly. And I think, um, but like I said, I think in the end that kind of works too because it's that projecting his own shit house life on everyone else, and everyone just pities him by the end of it because their shit sort of comes around. But even his gets a little bit of a kick. So yeah, I think that's probably my. Yeah, that's probably my final. Yeah. Peace. Anything else, man? Uh, no, I, th- I feel like we covered everything, mate. I think that's, I think All right. that's, I think that's pretty much it. All right. Oh, actually, the, the, the little, the little, the little Marie scene, though, for the, for the people that have seen the whole series, that all comes back around. And in, in terms of like dropping an Easter egg that you'll see in five movies later on, I thought that was pretty cool too. Yeah, mm. yeah, I remember her, her turning up, up in later. Rocky Balboa, being yeah. little Marie with her kid and stuff like that. That that's a really cool, you know, yeah. full circle. Sort it was of actually scene. a really smart way of, of reintroducing a character that sort of nobody would have even thought about. Yeah, um, it's more of a probably more of a like for Rocky Balboa than it is yeah. for this one, though. But all right, let's uh, take a quick break, and we'll come back and cover off on the sequel, Rocky Two, Round Two. Down, man! You're going down. The most electrifying rematch in motion picture history, Rocky Two, starring Sylvester Stallone, Talia Shire, Burt Young, Carl Weathers. And Burgess Meredith, Rocky II, the story continues. Rocky II from 1979, basically the, exactly the same credits, uh, except this one's directed by Stallone as well as written by him. It stars Sylvester Stallone as Rocky, Taya Shire as Adrian, Burt Young as Paulie, Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed and Burgess Meredith as Mickey. Budget this time went from a million to seven million, and the box office was about two hundred million worldwide. Still not much, much faith shown by the bloody. No, well, I guess, I guess seventy nine. I, I don't know what a what a budget, how big a you know seven million dollar budget was back then. I mean, Jaws was what seventy five, was it seventy five? Yeah, and it, it 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 blew its budget and went to about twelve million. So I don't think that. Yeah, I think seven million is probably a decent bit of money back then. Yeah, but the first one, the first one made two two hundred plus on a one million budget. You think yeah. they show a bit more faith? Pretty good. Uh, it's pretty good. Bloody bang for your buck. Not bad there, return. Yeah. Synopsis basically is very similar to the first one, but of course it's a rematch between Apollo and, and Rocky. General thoughts, Gibbo, on the sequel. 
Yeah, well, uh, <clears throat> as I sort of explained in the, the first one, on the rewatch, like I, I always sort of remember this one from you know, when I was a kid and I loved these movies, watching them and stuff like that. I always remember the second one being much, much better. And I was very wrong. The, the second one is a mess. I've got some massive issues with this movie. The, the pacing, some of the writing in it, it's just really poorly done. I think still a lot of the acting, I think, is still really good. Mm. Um, I think Sly falls off the wagon a little bit with this one, but I think the supporting cast is pretty good. But the movie as a, as a, on a whole, is it's, it's, it's not a shade on the first one. Um, I'd probably give this uh, be a two and a half or three. Yeah, uh, maybe yeah. probably a th- I'd go with three maybe, but yeah, it's it's not it's not a close not a, patch. Not a close second to the to the first one. Jared, well, wow. uh, I can't agree. <laughs> I actually think this one's almost as good. Um, right, I That's wouldn't say it's just. Do. I wouldn't say it's not a patch. I think. I think it's just a continuation of the same movie. Basically, you watch these two back to back, and it's just like one lengthy movie um the returning of the actors is is a great move like getting everyone back was was really good because that was the the one of the strengths of the first one um i can see what gibbo's saying about some of the pacing in parts but i i got this one at a four okay i'm gonna i was nearly gonna be four and a half i'm gonna probably split the difference at three and a half my feeling is it's a solid follow-up with some really good moments but it just kind of feels like a copy yeah, and a rehead a of the a first facsimile. one. And I understand where Jared's coming from that it almost feels like the direct continuation and all that kind of stuff. But it is a sequel. And to me, the last 45 is probably better than the original in terms of him training up to get ready, the final bout. I feel they're better parts. But it's let down by its its front end's nowhere near as good. Right. Yeah. Three very different takes there. Yeah. Well, let's 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 go into the likes because there are some things to like about this. Like there's some really good things in it, I think. Yep. Um. You both you basically said the acting is excellent, and both of you yeah. guys touched on the acting, and I think I totally agree. I think the acting, the, the quality of the acting doesn't really drop greatly. I think it's it's fine. It feels like they've stepped back into their roles perfectly and it feels very much like we just stepped out of the ring and we're in the hospital and nothing, you know, three years haven't gone by in movie terms. Mm. So I think the acting is top shelf. Yep. And, again, back down, further down the line, even the little minute, mini role of, say, Garzo by Joe Spinell, yep. he's still very good well, in that it took role. Me, it took me um, to the... To the second movie to realise that was the bloke from Maniac. Yeah. I just... I different just, guy, looks different. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, the acting just continues again. Burgess Meredith, I just love the bloke. He's just the best thing about this series when he's when he's in there. And like I said, when he's on screen with Stallone, he elevates the bloke to another level. Mm. The, best, the best stuff from Stallone, in my opinion, is coming opposite Burgess Meredith in this stuff. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, no. Talia Shire, he does well with her. That, like, like I said, the relationship, the, the chemistry with them is kind of, kind of good. But um, Burgess Meredith, you can just tell, you know, the wily veteran just getting, yeah, getting everything out of Stallone. I think I also like the fact that we, it just feels exactly like the first movie in terms of the aesthetic, um, the place, 
the people, you know, the sights and sounds. We the feel, band feel, on the corner. Yeah, the band on the corner, <laughs> singing their repertoire. Yeah, screw gold records and big record yeah. companies, mate. We want we like we like the corner. If you can give us a second barrel, second flaming <laughs> barrel, we're pretty happy. Another bottle of wine. Yeah, so drink straight out of the yeah. bottle. Yeah, a good a good sack. <laughs> Another couple of good sacks, and we're fine. I've got to throw out the um, you've sort of you've sort of jumped over it a little bit, but the opening big like for me. It just sets the it up beautifully. The fight. Well, th- not so much the rehash. I think it was probably a good move to, to replay some of that and just get it fresh again. But the bit the bits in the hospital, yeah, they just lay all the cards out on the table very quickly. They lay out sort of Creed's motivations and his sort of his. Um, Displeasure with the way it all ended. They lay out that Rocky's happy or supposedly happy with where he is, and that starts his progression. It it just sort of sets it up again beautifully. And that bit again, talking about chills when he rolls in. Yeah, did you give Apollo, me the best? You did had? you give me the best? I yeah, gave you everything yeah, I had. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like, yeah, I love, I love that. That's bit. really a poignant sort of moment because it sort of says the champ. I went the distance. Yeah, but this, this, at no stage did he hold back on me. Yeah, he gave me the yeah. whole lot, and I still stood up to him. I that, think that's um, really that's, that's a bit you, of a yeah you know, choking chokes you up a bit. That scene you're describing though, Jared, that's actually my first issue with this is just Apollo's completely unexplained, you know, backflip on the there's not gonna be a rematch. And then by the time they get to the hospital, all of a sudden he's chomping at the bit to fight him again. Yeah, yeah. Not, and let's face it, that's what fifteen minutes yeah, after he just said minutes. no more. Um, yeah, but they, they, I mean, they explain it later on when he starts getting the hate mail and stuff like that. You can understand his motivations yeah. change. But by the time you then. got to the hospital, he's still got broken ribs. Like, yeah, the, yeah. The but the thing is, want to be fighting. It's, it's but the thing there is, um, the thing that I, for starters, I let that slide a little bit because. Um, Sequel and seven million dollars and quick we've got to fucking get something out there quickly <laughs> to set yeah, but, this yeah, up. Yeah, like I but, said, you, you can sell it later on with that with the hate mail and yeah, you know, yeah. people saying he's let his race down and all that sort of stuff. Like, I would agree. Really yeah, questioning yeah. his pride, but you know you what? Can sell it that way, but not in the hospital when they. But you can, and, you can, Gibbo, because he's in the ring and they're holding each other up when he's saying, "Ain't going to be no rematch." By that time that he's in the hospital, he's surrounded by reporters who are asking questions like, "What do you say about?" Well, presumably, you know, they talk to Rocky and you can assume that whatever's being said is he beats you. And that's why Apollo kicks... That's where it kicks into gear. I don't actually, like... I think it probably could have been handed a, handled a little bit better. They could have toned it back and not so much the rematch stuff. But if he started saying that, I'll beat you anywhere, anytime, yeah. that's explainable because he's being asked questions about what do you say yeah, to, you got done. to this feeling that you didn't win. Yeah, I just so think it kind of starts that, that. Neither of them could really stand up. And it's make a little it bit ham-fisted. The idea is solid. The idea is solid because, as Jared's saying, the pressure's on Apollo. The champ's split, being pressured on split, split decision, decision here. Split decision. To some to chump one. that he should have got. Go to the card. Go to the card. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, see, I, I don't have The reporter's don't going, you should have whooped this bloke. I think maybe it could have been toned back, but I think it is still, regardless of that, it's a really good way to lay all the cards on the table straight from the get-go. And, and that's actually a like of mine, the early scenes with Creed after the hospital where he's getting the hate mail and he's talking to his people. Yeah, he's he's humiliated, and he's he desperate to save some face. And yeah. when his yeah, boss, that's, that's when his where it, that, that's the bit that sells it though. Like I can I can believe that stuff when when he throws the mail off the top of yeah. his house and he's and when, to talk him down and stuff. That, that's brilliant. yeah. Well, that's actually I, I think that's one of the best things in the movie because even when again, 
they set Apollo up as the villain, but he's not the villain because mm. you can see at the start that this is tear, it's tearing him up mm. and he just needs to have this fight. So then when you see all the bluster and all that sort of stuff, it's sort of covering a fear yeah. of not being the and man, when he's, not being the when best. He's, I really love that scene where he's, he's, he keeps, um, he's, um, he's trying to keep saying, we move on. We get the yeah. We get another fighter. We take on someone else. Why do you got to go after this guy? And he goes, well, "What's your problem with it?" And he says, "This guy's all kind of wrong for you." I saw this bloke for fifteen rounds. You pound on him, and he kept coming at you. And that's you know, I really love that because he's sort of saying his trainer saying to him, "Listen, steer clear of this guy. Yeah, we move on." Although although we disagree about the intro scene, that progression of creed is really good yeah it sets yeah. it up really no, well i agree with that i just didn't like the initial just jumping straight in going oh look he's super mad now for no reason yeah well i'd be mad too oh. i'd be mad that I'd, get... <laughs> <laughs> I'd be worried about my broken ribs and getting yeah. recovered before i, I think i'd be um, i'd be in that now. comment <laughs> yeah but no, i think the um i think the way they sort of build that up and then by the time he does start the trash talking they have they have built him up so well that you're not even mad. You're not even looking at him like the villain. You're just like rubbing your hands together, let's going, let's it. get it on again. And yeah, actually, Carl Weathers really delivers in that, that those scenes. Mm. Like he he actually is a bit of an unsung hero in this one. Again, he gives a really good performance. He shows a few sort of sides and different shades to Apollo that yeah. you didn't get as the later movies went on. You didn't get that. You can get those shades. No. And that's what I love about these two movies in, in that respect. Yeah, and that sort of stubbornness and determination that leads to all the bluster and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You just, I don't know, it just, it, it uh, like you said, it's it's layers, mate. Yeah. Um, I actually think once the, the rematch is back, is on, the movie picks up the pace. Mm. Um, it's a little bit stagnant early on. Yeah. I'll, I'll get to that in my dislikes, but once the rematch is in play... We really start to ramp it up. Yeah, for the most part, I was pretty happy with it. I got a couple of little dislikes about the fight, but um, yeah, I think they made some really smart calls. Like with the montage scene, you throw something like the chicken in, and you've got a whole nother iconic moment yeah. that you didn't have in the first one. And then you take that same iconic moment, but you add the people streaming behind him up the stairs. Oh, one kid tries to go with him on the sprint. Did <laughs> you yeah, notice quite, that? Quite and Sly says, no, mate, I've got my Converse Chuck Taylors on. You're not coming with One me. One kid is right on the hammer. He's on the hammer for about 10 steps. Then he just loses the pace. But that's... Um, I bet Sly was shitting himself, though, because if that little kid rounded him up, that shot's gone. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the the running up the stairs, though, where it's, you that's start even better. Him, that's actually better. And then you just get that view of all those... Geez, they must have paid some extras that day. Yeah, <laughs> all yeah, those people yeah. spewing up the stairs. There, That's a lot of people. Um, yeah. Five hundred people there. Yeah, that just again that sort of took a moment that we already had and just upped it. Yeah, that is where the the, the, the gunner fly now is that it's you know just blasting and it's all yeah, you know, yeah. and it's it's the culmination of all that stuff where. That's what gets you punched in the air and wanting to see the fight. Yeah, yeah. And I think that works really well. You know well what, though? Case. I think Gunner Fly Down works better without the words. 
Because when they start, you know, spouting out, getting hard now, <laughs> he's just thinking, yeah, yeah, he's cranking out one-arm push-ups. We know it's pretty tough. We don't need, <laughs> we don't need to see yeah, lines about getting strong. We don't need commentary strong. about how hard it might be to lift Maybe they're cock push-ups, Jared. <laughs> well, it still works, getting hard <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. I actually feel that the final bout is better choreographed. They've had time to look back on the first one. Mm. And that, they had, they had some six, six million to spend on the uh, choreography, mate. And, and it's yeah. longer, I notice. It's also a fair bit longer. It is a bit longer. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think for the most part, I would probably peg this one just a little bit higher. Yeah, I got some problems with it, um, which again we'll get to in the dislikes. But I think overall, it's it's as good, if not better than better than the first one. Yeah, the fight is is certainly it's sort of the jewel in its crown. Mm. It's really well done and it works well. Um, to to end on on high, yeah. So any other likes out there? Well, I've got to give the scene on the stairs with Stallone and Burgess Meredith. Yeah. That is that is just the best couple of minutes of the movie. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. I agree with that one. That's um, my favourite scene in the movie. When he starts doing the you know the fingers and you yeah. know show me when you can slap. see it, and slaps he slaps him and says you didn't even see, see it. it. That is just I I could just watch that. I I could watch that scene on loop. For yeah. a day, that is just brilliant acting by the pair of them, and that's what I—that's what I was talking about when I think Meredith sort of, sort of lifts the line up a gear. Yeah. Okay, dislikes. It, the movie feels very familiar. Like it's the same movie from the first one, just with more boring bits. I, I just yeah, I just story. feel that it kind of feels like a carbon. It's like a facsimile or a, or a copy of it. Yeah, 100%. and it's just there's just something not as enjoyable about that. Yeah, I think there are parts where it grinds a little bit um, in terms of going over those same beats that we've had. But I think in terms of a sequel, I don't know if you could have done much more. The story progression was there. Yeah, like it's progressed from I had my shot going. The distance was enough to. It wasn't enough because I can't. I got nothing else. I know, yeah. but I, I, I guess my biggest thing is that first forty-five minutes, things happen so quickly. We go from the fight to the hospital to buying everything, to marriage, to pregnancy, to suddenly in the shit again. Yeah, and it, it feels like it's just it's just kind of gone, just been thrown through a blender with yeah. nothing else been given in between. But I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I, I just found I don't that bit know a little what bit more. Sort of, you, I don't know what else you want. I don't from, know. Maybe, maybe cut a couple of the steps out and and just sort of stretch some of it out. Yeah, yeah. I think. Look, some maybe of it, that could have worked. Some of it felt a me. bit. Some of it felt a bit contrived. Yeah, like getting married and having the baby, and then she's okay with it. Yeah. That's a bit contrived because that would oh, be the point God. where she's like, I'm definitely not okay with you being blind now because we've got Her a child to raise. Her from the coma and saying when is, like, as much as it gave me a little bit of a stiffy, it is the stupidest <laughs> piece of shit in the whole movie. It's really, that, no re- that, that is really, really contrived. In her coma and just deciding, oh, yeah, it's a great idea for him to go and fight now instead. There's there's no reason yeah. for it other than Paul she woke up from, she's not supporting him. Yeah, she woke, up from the, uh, she woke up from the coma and then thought... Oh yeah, I'm married to Rocky. That's right. Win, you yeah, know. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's, that that is... part is that part is definitely contrived. I do think this kid angle though worked 
because yeah. that's where you get this. I had my shot. I'm just an ordinary guy. You know, I, I am an ordinary guy who had my shot and I went the distance. That's all I wanted to. It's not all I wanted. Yeah, because I need to I be more for my child. Yeah, I need to be more and I can't be more without fighting, yeah. basically. I thought that that part worked, um, but I will give some ground to you guys on that. Yeah, there are a few moments in there that feel a little bit sort of forced. Look, they're really my only two big dislikes, but to me they were big in comparison a, to the original. I've got a um, big dislike. I've got one other though. Right, okay. Apollo Creed's coffee two-tone tracksuit combo? <laughs> <laughs> But he's reading that. Well, you don't like it. Uh, Drop of thunder. Yeah, I had that. Uh, Nobody should have that. (laughs) I've actually um, actually got one in the closet. uh, One of my biggest dislikes was the way these Mickey's blokes treat Rocky when the paper comes out. Yeah. With, with Italian chicken or whatever. What is it? Is it the Italian chicken? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, for starters, not a very good insult. It's not your best work, Apollo. But secondly, this guy that is supposedly their hero, they go to. Treating him like God, pure shit, yeah. and it's yeah, kind of you know the guy in the good. the guy is standing there in the rigs like who looks like he couldn't you know outrun me in the boxing ring. Hmm. He's sitting there kind of oh yeah you know you missed a bit of the spit bucket there mate and yeah. spitting at him and stuff like that. And it's like why don't you just jump in the ring and flog that bloke because we wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, so there's yeah I had a bit of a I had a bit of a problem with that. Yeah. And my last dislike probably is the um, the fight. We could have shown him pinching maybe two, three rounds. He just gets his head punched off for, for 15 <laughs> minutes, basically. Um, and they show him winning one round to kind of say, oh, yeah, he's still in it. No, he's not. <laughs> he, doesn't have a, he doesn't have a face left. It's been punched off. And it's he, just kind of like I, I agree with you that the sort of choreography and the fighting sort of I think that actually looks a bit better than the first one, but it's all one way traffic. Yeah. Until There's you a know, lot less punches missing by the eight inches you saw in the first. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. If Mickey's if Mickey's such a great trainer, why isn't he saying Put your switch to up. the left in the first round after you've just proven that the right hand strategy is not cut? <laughs> Yeah, instead of the that strategy was kind of stupid. The strategy, the strategy revolves around your head is made of cement, yeah. and you can pop that for fifteen, uh, fourteen and a half rounds, and then quick switch to your left yeah. and knock him out at the last, like at the death. Yeah, brilliant strategy. Brilliant and quite strategy. frankly, Rocky does not throw one straight jab. What's a jab? He's got no idea what a jab is. No. Put your hands up. If Rock. it's not a haymaker. Or a hook to the body. He's not even a boxer. Yeah, mate. Look, he doesn't have the jab. He's pure. He's purely chopping wood. Yeah. All, and look, I understood the... that that's kind of how they, they kept saying, because he was a southpaw, he was a brawler. You know, your southpaw has, you know, it takes a lot more punishment. I yeah. don't know why. But if you're going to be the, the world champ, you've probably got to have your, your basics down. But a basic thinking, jab you know, might work. Stick and move would be one of the basics. <laughs> I mean, that all so, comes into play in Rocky Three, but we'll, well, I'm not going to cover that here. But I just feel – I didn't hate the fight, but I agree with you. It is one-way traffic. And mm. quite frankly, the guy would not have got back up after about two rounds. No, the fight would have been stopped. Again, similar to the first one, but even worse, the fight would have been stopped after half a round. The, the treatment he was copying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's I a thing called that. a technical knockout, and uh, <laughs> it would have been employed well, yeah. well towards the front of the fight. Yeah. Um, the other thing too, the, uh, the the double knockdown, 
again, a little bit contrived, but yeah. it still gets you. Yeah, it does. It still sort of gets you, you know, who's going to get up, who's going to get up. Because I think because it was laid on the platform of the first one, you kind of you could you could guess what was going to happen because yeah. you can't have that same you know it's the sequel they're they're sort of upping everything, but yeah overall the dislike was probably more the one way traffic. Now Gibbo, have you got any other lot dislikes in the canon there? Because yeah, you, know, you obviously had a few problems with this one. Yeah, well I mean we've we've covered a few of them and I've chimed in being a rude prick and interrupting new bastards with uh, <laughs> bits and pieces here and there, but. The, just the whole the whole belly of the movie after you have the first intro bit and then the belly of the movie just drops on the ground and like the whole bit with uh, Adrian in the coma that that whole bit where he's in the church praying all the time it just drags on forever it kills any momentum the movie might have had and we don't get the peak where you guys are talking about where we have the really good training montage until after that and that scene go like that whole story arc sort of takes 15 to 20 minutes of the movie of just him hoping she wakes up and reading her stories and it like it didn't need to go that long yeah it, it just kills the movie the momentum of the movie really poorly it's it's not well done I, I, I think if Avildsen was still the director of this movie I think it's a much better movie I think Sly having a hand at it obviously you know good on you mate well done but you're shit at it so <laughs> I think I would totally it was agree a poor with that choice. in a way I think that the, the script is not as strong hmm it's a come down from the original script. See, because what Gibbo is saying, really, the original was very, very much pitched in a similar fashion and it had a, a, a very sort of slow build, but it was interesting, mm. the first movie, and the dialogue was crisp and the love story was, was, you know, slowly growing and everything like that. Without that in play, I just felt it was... It just kind of lost a little bit of its drive... It just felt like it was. It was like, oh well, the first movie was really successful. Maybe if we trot out the same stuff, but you know, it, it just feels like it's resting on its laurels. And it's just, you know, if we do the same thing, you know, we'll make more money. And obviously, they weren't wrong. It's just, it's no, it's not the same quality of movie. It's not close. You don't get. Um, you probably don't get as much of him um, and Adrian sort of. The relationship's changed, so I guess you don't get that same sort of charm that you get off him in that first one, where he's trying to win her over. Um, and that sort of thing, and that's part of him sort of, you know, making things right with his, what's going on in his life. Yeah, I actually think the, uh, I think the jobs, the job stuff, is kind of one of the better parts in that. That's where it's actually showing that it's a, you know, that's where it's him showing that he's he's got to find something else. Yeah. but there's not much there for him. Um, and then even that, you know, when when he finds the manual labour, it dries up and that sort of stuff. Again, Gibbo's probably right in that it probably could have been paced better with with Avildsen at the helm. Um, oh, I'm right. But I did kind of find it amusing when he's in the office <laughs> talking about, you know, um, making a living. Yeah, making a living, sitting down, and the guy's like, "I'm going to be honest with you. Have you thought about <laughs> manual education? Yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. sort of stuff is kind of entertaining." But, you, yeah, you're probably right. It could have been paced a bit better through the middle there. And, look, because Rocky's a likeable guy, we feel sort of sorry for him when they sort of – when they wrestle him out of jobs and stuff like that. It yeah. kind of feels – you feel a little bit sad for the bloke because you sort of think, you know. What about the what about the advertising scene? Oh, that's painful. You don't like it? Yeah. I actually reckon I, – I, like, I remembered it for that, um, you know, the, the bumbling of the lines and stuff. 
But this time around, I was like, well, that's actually really that's one of the ones that sort of progresses the, the, the story a bit more because because um, he gets treated like shit and you get a bit kind of sad for him when he's sitting there going, I'm not doing this in front of my wife and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And it's sort of, they do it so many times. He flubs so many lines and stuff that at the end of it, it's not funny. It's kind of you're sitting there watching him and it does get a bit sad. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's an effective scene, but it's just, it's a, I think it's a hard watch. I think it's a, that's my issue with it. It's just... Yeah, it's just so it it does go on for so long, and you just get you feel really uncomfortable for. I it. think that the the middle ground on this watch. is is that it's just not as effectively written. Like no. it, the the ideas are right, and and the the feeling behind all of that stuff is 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 you know the heart's in the right place, but it's not as effectively written. The first movie, if again comparing the two of them. The way the first one's written, you are constantly enjoying what's what's there, no matter what. Yep. The second one, not so much. I just, mm. I always felt, I, yeah, look, I, I don't mind this, but the, the the dialogue's not crackling as well. It's not as, yeah. it's just something. See, I can't. I'm going to disagree though with the carbon copy. It is the same beats, but for. There are a lot of elements that are copied, but they are expanded upon. In terms of that, you know, him setting up his family life and that sort of stuff, I think in terms of a sequel and in terms of this kind of movie, they actually did a pretty good job of going where you could go with this. I think you you, know? you touched on. Look, I, personally, I think it is a carbon copy. But as you say, this is a sequel to a movie that really we were. Where could we go? The rematch. That 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 that's that's the next step. In this, it's a boxing movie. Yeah. The next step is a rematch. So yeah, essentially, so you're going to see the same beats, aren't it's, you? You're going to see thing the about same. The, yeah, you're going to see the same beats. But that's that's what I mean. I don't think it's a carbon copy in that sense. I think they copy the elements that they need, but they actually, I don't know. We obviously don't agree on it, but I actually think the the progression of his character is is kind of natural, where he goes with it and where the sort of family element. And I think, like I said, Creed playing Creed the way they did. Helps not make it a carbon copy because mm. in Cree, in the in the first one, we didn't get to see as much of him, and I think the seeing more of him makes that a bit of a strength in this one. But yeah, I think talking about it, the pacing in the guts probably is the one thing where where it drops off in in comparison to the first one. Well, Gibo, considering you gave this a two and a half, is no, this? No, I went with a three eventually. Three, I sorry, up to a three. Yeah. Is this the sort of one that? Yeah, you've got the box set at home. This is the one that doesn't see a lot of play. Well, yeah, like I said, historically, I would have thought this was a preference over the first one. It's, I, it should probably did, I watch movies a lot differently now than what I did when I was fourteen or fifteen, probably. So, yeah, my, my, I mean, my brother would watch all of these movies if he was laying on a bit of nails. He doesn't care. He's the world's biggest <laughs> Rocky fan. It's out of control. And, and he probably doesn't know the difference between a good movie or a bad one. He just wants to see people get punched. So. Yeah. Don't worry, Jared doesn't need it. But yeah. 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 Hang oh, yeah. on. Well, yeah, we, we, can, we can agree or disagree on that too. Hang but, on, Mr. Seagal, um, the glimmer man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, glimmer man. You, you, your court case is still All right, okay, yes. Your, okay, words were, yeah, yeah. your words were, this is the good movie. This is one of Seagal's best. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, tan in. <laughs> this movie though I don't have issues with what it's trying to do I have issues with pretty much all of the ways it does it in this movie I just think the execution and 
just the way things are put together fails it a lot. I think some of the ideas are good. I mean, I, obviously, you guys talking about the, you know, it's a, it's a rematch. So obviously, it's a re, it's a rematch movie. That's where the story is going to take you. But I just think the way they do it and the way it's put together lets it down, and uh, and that's where my issues are with it. And and I just think watching it back to back with the first one, those issues are probably more glaring. If you if you watch this movie three years after the first one, maybe you don't notice so much. But yeah. it's just. It's not as well made. That's all, that's all it comes down to. All right, I think we've yeah, covered it. Hard to argue that. I, don't, I think I would agree it's not as well made. I think we probably disagree on the level of how bad it is. Look, look personally, um, three and a half out of five for any sequel is pretty bloody good. Let's be honest. Anything above, you know, that or above, we're talking about a pretty good movie. It's not something that I dislike greatly. But I guess it's also the situation for me was I watched the original and then I watched the sequel within a day of the original. Yeah, exactly. And I felt, maybe I felt, I felt different because I just freshly come off the first one and I felt a little bit kind of, oh, you know, that was okay. But it's still a fairly good movie and, and a sequel of reasonable quality. Yep, agreed. Yeah. All right, we'll take our last break and then we'll come back and just uh, let everyone know what we're going to cover next episode. Well, I think that's pretty clear. That's mate. pretty clear, yeah. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a mystery, is it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Two rounds down, five to go in the Rocky franchise. Next week, it's Rocky 3 and Rocky 4. If you want to get in touch with us about anything at all, contact us through our email address at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or on at Podomatic through Podomatic slash Thrill Me Podcast. Until next episode... Keep watching movies, download our podcast when you can, and take it easy. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.